0: everybody? Welcome back to the Rest of Season Rankings Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bart Wheeler. I'm doing a solo podcast this evening, so I'm not joined by my co-host, Andrew Seifter. Uh, just going to be talking some football. I actually wrote an article um, called Who is This Year's Isaiah Pacheco? It's up on rosrankings.com right now, so I thought I'd do a quick podcast to kind of accompany that article, talk about it a little bit. Maybe you want to listen to it instead of reading what I wrote. That's totally fine, so I thought I'd get in here and do that almost wrapping up the Scott Fishbowl uh, draft. Uh, I know a lot of drafts out there probably are in the middle somewhere. We're getting close to the end here. I think Andrew's a little bit ahead of me, so he and I are going to try to get together in a week or two and recap that. At least that's the plan. For now, like I said, going to talk about the article that's up on the site and uh, yeah, just get into it. Uh, This is the 10th year I've written this article, Uh, just the second year I've posted it on the site here at rosrankings.com. I had an old site uh, blog for a long time, probably 12 years, and I used to post it there. It, it started out as this year's, you know, who is this year's Zach Stacy if you remember that name. Um, I think the year before that, it was Alfred Morris, but that's about the time when I started writing it. So if you know those names, that's how long I've been writing this article. And uh, yeah, this it's all about trends. You know, I've noticed some different trends. This article's evolved over the years. Some trends I thought I was seeing, and I kind of dropped them off. Others, you know, have stuck around. So in this article, I have six trends. The first one is uh, we'll just get started with one and we'll just kind of go through them. So who is this year's Isaiah Pacheco? Um, The description of this one is a rookie running back. Who's not taken in the first couple rounds of the NFL draft, but um, and they're undrafted basically in fantasy leagues Uh, and it's, but it's someone who becomes very fantasy relevant. So Isaiah Pacheco obviously last year did not start the season super relevant. I think overall he's about maybe the RB 35. I'm just kind of looking it up here. But if you look at the last seven, eight weeks of the season, I'm just looking at Fantasy Bros, uh, looking at their leaders from Weeks 10 to 17, half PPR. Isaiah Pacheco was the RB18. So, very fantasy relevant, and now he's in drafts this year. People are looking at taking him, you know, in the middle rounds. So, you know, a lot of rookies don't fit this category. Obviously, the guys like Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, you know, those guys are getting drafted in the early rounds. And even guys like Zach Charbonnet, Kendra Miller, Tank Bigsby... All these guys, Rojon Johnson, these guys are getting drafted. So you have to go deep. Like Isaiah Pacheco was a seventh-round draft pick. He was not in the top 200 when I wrote this article last July. Uh, and someone else who's similar to him is Dwayne McBride. He's also a seventh-round draft pick and well outside of the top 200 right now. He got drafted by the Vikings at a UAB. And as everyone knows, Dalvin Cook is not a Viking any- anymore. Still looking for a team. And, uh, yeah, Alexander Madison... We've seen him be very effective, and he'll be the starter. But, I mean, the, the NFL today, they, not one person just starts every game, and, and not not one person totes the ball 90% of the time. That's just not how it works most of the time. So I fully expect someone to be in the mix. It could be Ty Chandler, but he did pretty much nothing as a rookie. You know, they didn't give him the ball. Again, Dalvin Cook was there, but he, he just he didn't do anything until week 17. So how much do they trust him in year two? We'll see they this they drafted Dwayne McBride like i said at UAB he had 13 touchdowns uh, in 2021 rushing touchdowns 19 in 2022 and he had over 3000 rush yards uh, in those last 2 years at UAB so this guy can pound the rock uh, and granted that's about that's about all he did at UAB because he was not really involved in the receiving game so i don't expect too much there but again we'll see how the season unfolds this is a, again he was drafted in the 7th round of the NFL draft and uh, yeah, this is someone who you can get super late. Uh, his ADP right now, happy PPR. This doesn't include Yahoo and ESPN in the big ones right now, but just to give you a sense, 257 right now. So he's going way late. The RB 73 uh, in the, the drafts that are occurring. So I just took him uh, really late in Scott Fishbowl, I think around 17 or 18, whatever we were on. So I figured, you know what? I wrote the article, going to do a podcast, uh, got to draft the guy. So <laughs> I went ahead and did that. Um, but again, this is just a trend that Look, it happens all the time. You'll see on the site if you go to the to the article, I list the players who previously fit this category, and it's been happening for 12, uh, 10 years straight. So Alfred Morris, Zach Stacy, I mentioned, Trey, Mace, Trey Mason, David Johnson as a rookie, Jordan Howard, Alvin Kamara, Philip Lindsay, Devin Singletary, James Robinson, uh, Elijah Mitchell, and, of course, Isaiah Pacheco. So depending on how long you've been playing fantasy football, you may or may not know all of those names. You may, you may be like, wow, David Johnson, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, those guys were like – barely drafted if at all in fantasy leagues as a rookie and they just you know made a splash hit the scene so it happens every year so it may not be Dwayne McBride but that's gonna be my pick for for this uh, category this year next category who is this year's Jamal Williams so this is a veteran who is nowhere near a top 20 preseason running back based on ADP uh, ECR which is expert consensus ranking on fantasy pros but who is going to finish as a top 20 running back So, again, Jamal Williams last year, huge season. A lot of it was rushing touchdowns, right? He had over 1,000 rushing yards in Detroit, had 17 rushing touchdowns. year before that, James Conner, same kind of deal. He had 15 rushing touchdowns, I believe. So it could be that way, but if you look at some of the previous uh, guys who fit this category, Darren Sproles is on this list, Danny Woodhead was on it twice, James White, Raheem Mostert, Naheem Hines. So it doesn't have to be even – Two years ago with James Conner, Cordero Patterson was also. He fit this category. So you can do it in different ways. Um, But someone always seems to come out like and just slide into that top 20 uh, running back. And this year, I think Rashad Penny has a really good shot at doing that. So Miles Sanders obviously no longer in Philly. And they got DeAndre Swift in a trade during the NFL draft. And then they brought Rashad Penny over. Maybe they brought Penny over first on a one-year deal. Uh, but whatever the case, you know, that, that's who they have to try to replace some of the production. Of course, they still have Kenny Ga- Kenneth Gainwell there, but I like Rashad Penny a, a lot. Uh, I like what I've seen when he's been healthy. Now, he's been injured <laughs> quite a bit, and so he's been a little bit snake bit at times. But Penny is someone who is a former first-round pick. Uh, you know, Seattle drafted him out of San Diego State. Uh, was just looking up his numbers the other day in college. Gosh, he had – let me look up his senior season. Over 2,000 rushing yards, uh, 23 rushing touchdowns. He also sprinkled in a little bit in the, in the passing game, had a couple receiving touchdowns too, so 25 total touchdowns. Uh, that seems like a lifetime ago. That was 2017. <laughs> but still, I mean, if you look at Penny, and if you've watched him play over the years in Seattle, like the guy can play. And Miles Sanders, you know, had double-digit rushing touchdowns uh, last year, and someone's going to get those, I think. And I think if it's going to be someone, I think it's going to be Penny and not Swift, to be honest. And, you know, DeAndre Swift is his ADP right now is RB 24 and Penny's is RB 39 or 40. So you're getting him much later. Uh, he's not being drafted like a top 20 running back, but he's someone who I think uh, can fit this category as an honorable mention. I didn't mention in uh, Zach Evans and my honorable mention when I was talking about Dwayne McBride, but my honorable mention for this category on the site is Antonio Gibson, who, you know, with Eric Bieniemy now the offensive coordinator in Washington I just think we don't really know how he's going to utilize uh, the running backs there, but like JD McKissick isn't there anymore. And I just think Antonio Gibson is just a much more dynamic uh, player. And I think his ceiling uh, is like an art. I, I still believe that his ceiling could be an RB one. So Antonio Gibson is someone else who I think could pop, but in a, a different way than Penny. I think Gibson could do it more catching a lot of passes out of the backfield and making big plays. Whereas Penny, I think could do it by getting, 10 to 12 rushing touchdowns and maybe a thousand rushing yards. All right, next category. Who is this year's Amon Ross St. Brown? So that's actually from two years ago because there was not someone who fit this category last year, but this is a rookie wide receiver who is a late round or even undrafted fantasy pick in most leagues, but ends up being a top 25 fantasy wide receiver. So last year, Christian Watson was close to fitting this category, but I think he didn't quite finish top 25. He also was getting drafted a little bit too high. Um, So like if you look at people who fit this category in previous years, Keenan Allen way back in 2013, Odell Beckham Jr. 2014, Tyreek Hill, (laughs) 2016. These are huge, uh, you know, names uh, now. And then Calvin Ridley in 2018, AJ Brown in 2019, T Higgins, 2020. I mentioned I'm on Ross St. Brown two years ago. So like, these are names that you look at them you hear them and it's like were these people seriously not drafted you know in fantasy leagues but you go back look in the ADP they were not or they were really really late so it's it's this year more and more it's hard to find those receivers cuz people are producing a little bit more early on so guy even guys like Rushy Rice, Jonathan Mingo are creeping up near like a top 150 overall so I couldn't even I like Jonathan Mingo a lot, but I couldn't include him on uh to fit this category. So I had to go pretty deep on this one. I went with Michael Wilson out of Stanford. He's currently being drafted as the wide receiver one oh three, well outside of the top two fifty. And really this is this is a lot about volume. You know, with DeAndre Hopkins gone, now a Titan. Uh there's just a lot of vacated targets there in Arizona. And Wilson, you know, he played five years at Stanford. So he's a little bit of an older rookie, twenty three years old. Um but, yeah, he played in the Senior Bowl, looked really good. Um, you look at his production in college, and, he, you know, it looks like he maybe dealt with some injuries um, just kind of scrolling through his game log. I mean, to be honest, like, I haven't seen a lot of his film. I don't watch a lot of Pac-12 games. Uh, but just looking at the opportunity, like, the volume that Wilson could get. I mean, I think Marquise Brown should be the number one uh, receiver here. But after that, like, we haven't really seen guys like Rondale Moore uh, do a whole lot or even stay on the field, Greg Dortch was serviceable at times uh, last year but I don't think he's a special player I think he could be involved but yeah I just think like it could be Colt McCoy throwing uh, the ball a lot early on maybe Kyler Murray gets eased in or we'll see how that unfolds I think if Kyler comes back sooner than later that's only going to help Wilson's production so he's someone who again just volume alone I could see him sneaking up into the top 25 and Again, this is a long shot. Like He's being drafted as a wide receiver, 103. I'm not saying take him in the middle of rounds. Just someone to keep in mind toward the end of your drafts. And my honorable mention here is Cedric Tillman, who I like a lot um, coming out of Tennessee. Uh, The Browns got him, I believe, in the third round. Got to look this one up. Uh, There's so many receivers. Um, Cedric Tillman, yeah, third round. Actually taken right after uh, his – his teammate there, Jalen Hyatt. So I liked Tillman uh, quite a bit more, and yeah, it looks like that was a trade from the Jets. So the Browns kind of traded up to get Tillman. David Bell, you know, had his chances last year as a rookie, and I think he even was dropped in my dynasty league. So that tells you everything you need to know about David Bell. Um, I think if Donovan Peoples Jones or Amari Cooper gets hurt, like it could thrust Cedric Tillman into the spotlight early. But even even if not, like I I just I like the talent a lot. I think if Deshaun Watson um, you know, looks a lot better this year. Cedric, Cedric Tillman could uh, reap the benefits. Um, let's see. Next one is a quarterback. So, really, this one is all about a young quarterback uh, ready to take a jump from one QB tier to the next. So, in years past, it's been I can go back and name names, but it's it's guys like Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, and you know, taking the taking that leap. Last year, it was guys like Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. So, it can just it can just be a matter of like guys going from really nothing to something or it can be guys going from like the QB 20 to a top 12 quarterback so this year when I was looking at the 2022 rookies plus a guy like Jordan Love who could kind of fit this category um yeah I'm looking at the rookies Kenny Pickett, Brock Purdy, Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell not the best to choose from um but uh I went ahead and picked Kenny Pickett uh because his ADP is QB 22 and I just think like like Volume alone, like, if he plays 17 games, I think he could be a top 15 fantasy quarterback. Um, Guys struggle often in year one, and we see them in year two, which a lot of the guys on my list here, if you go to the site and look at it, like, these are a lot of just year two guys uh, who take that leap. Even a guy like Andrew Luck was, you know, he struggled as a rookie, and then he was awesome year two, so... I didn't go all the way back to, um, you know, (laughs) I wasn't writing in the days when, like, Peyton Manning was a rookie, but I feel like he would probably also fit this category. So uh, not saying Kenny Pickett is going to be any of these guys, but still, if you're in a super flex league, uh, I think Kenny Pickett could be a really solid uh, second quarterback for you. You know, they got Allen Robinson there, who was very disappointing last year, but still a very good veteran presence. And then they they drafted uh, Darnell Washington, who might help more in the blocking game than receiving, but just – I feel like their offensive line improved a little bit. I just think Kenny Pickett could take a step, and he's not getting a whole lot of credit there at QB 22. All right, let's see. A couple more. I'm going to try to keep this one pretty quick. Uh, Let's see. Who is this year's Ramondre Stevenson? So this category is obviously a second-year running back. So Ramondre was a second-year guy last year. It's a mid-round fantasy draft pick and uh, could even be someone who's like the number two in a timeshare but who ends up as a top 25 fantasy running back. So there's a couple op- options to kind of choose from this year. Rashad White is already being drafted as a top 25 guy, um, but yeah, I, don't, I don't even like his situation as well uh, as I do James Cook. James Cook is the guy I really think will fit this category. It takes a little bit of a leap of faith because you look at the numbers and James Cook, you know, he didn't pop off uh, the page last year. Uh, you go back and look at his numbers and his play at Georgia his senior year looked really good. And he looked good at times last year. Like, when he was given the opportunity, if you look at his game log, when he had double-digit carries, when he had the targets, he had some really good games. And, uh, you know, Devin Singletary is now in Houston. They brought in Damian Harris and Latavius Murray, which really those guys, I just see them being more between the tackles guys. And I think James Cook, he's got the pass-catching catch, pass chops. Um You know, so he can be—he's a dynamic playmaker who I don't think he even needs to have, you know, twelve to fifteen rushes a game to really uh, end up as a top twenty-five fantasy running back. You know, Buffalo high-powered offense—I think even if he's just getting the ball somewhere on the ten or fifteen, he can take it to the house. So I just like the play—I like the player, and um, my honorable mention here is Brian Robinson, just because there's only a handful of guys who even could fit this category. And like I said with Antonio Gibson before. One of these guys is probably going to be really good for fantasy. I think it'll probably be Gibson. Um, But Robinson, you know, he he probably will be the goal line hammer. Uh, How often will they get in the goal line with uh, Sam Howell under center? Uh, We'll find out. But the is is definitely a nice little upgrade there in Washington. All right, last one, and then I'll get out of here. Who is this year's Evan Ingram? So this is a tight end who is virtually undrafted in fantasy leagues and ends up being a top five tight end. The interesting thing is Evan Ingram actually, if you look at the site and you look at the list, he's on this list twice. So he was actually on it in 2017, and then he was on it again last year. So uh, some other names on this list, you may remember Julius Thomas from 2013, Gary Barnage 2015 just came out of nowhere for the Browns. Um, Then even like 2019, as recent as 2019, Darren Waller, 2020, Robert Tunyon. Uh, who is going to help me make my point here for my guy here, which is who is Tyler Conklin? Tyler Conklin, I'm looking at his ADP, tight end 28, and last year he was the tight end 16 in uh, half PPR leagues, uh, and that was with Zach Wilson and I don't know Sam Darnold, Mike White, whoever was throwing him the ball. I don't even remember was Joe Flacco throwing him the ball at all last year. I, I just I try to block some of that out, but Tyler Conklin last couple seasons. Uh, you know, 593 yards uh, with Minnesota in 2021, 552 last year. Again, he played all 17 games last two seasons. Uh, he's been very durable. He played 16 games in 2020. Uh, he had three touchdowns each of the last two seasons. This is more about Aaron Rodgers coming to town, right? Like I mentioned that Tunyon year in 2020. If, if Tyler Conklin is a red zone target for Rodgers and he gets six touchdowns, seven touchdowns, I mean, suddenly he's a tight end one, you know, like if he has 500, 550 receiving yards and those touchdowns to boot, like he's going to be up there. So like tight end 28 to me, I just think he should be up there with just some, I mean, I'm just looking at the names for tight ends and like, it gets kind of gross after you get like past the top 10 or 12. So I'm taking Tyler Conklin late in as many drafts as I can. I took him in Scott Fishbowl as my second tight end and yeah, I'll be drafting Tyler Conklin everywhere uh, I can at that price. And my honorable mention is Jelani Woods, who again, you know, Shane Steichen coming over from Philly, uh, got, uh, you know, Gardner Minshew potentially starting the year or Anthony Richardson as a rookie. I I like Jelani Woods uh, to get a lot of, just to be involved. You know, we saw Dallas Goddard obviously be involved in Philly. So Jelani Woods, just another name. I like late in drafts. So, That's it for me. Uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, listening to this. Um, You can go to rosrankings.com, check out the article, check out the other stuff we have there. The homepage right now has baseball, but we're going to be flipping it over to football very soon. And if you have any questions about the article or anything else upcoming, uh, just hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Barton Wheeler. And when Andrew's back or, you know, You can hit him up right now (laughs) at Andrew underscore Sifter and he'll be back soon. We'll be back on the air together and we appreciate everyone listening to the podcast. If you like the show, please follow, subscribe, share, rate, review. I'm out of here. You've been listening to the rest of season rankings podcast. Go to www.rosrankings.com for more.